Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys, it is the Vitality Coach, Nikki Fogden-Moore, and welcome to episode 50. It's really, really exciting to have you listen to this podcast. I wouldn't have believed when I first started uh, recording this podcast and really trying to get a point of view across that we would be at 50 episodes in 80 countries with 50,000 downloads. So I want to thank you, the listeners, for really being a part of this journey, for bearing with me as I found my radio voice, uh, for engaging with our fantastic guests um, and really for being part of this journey to help create the life that we want on tangible, inspiring, and really great advice on living life to the full potential. This episode is really important. I'm actually recording this on the 25th of April on Anzac Day. I'm tucked away in Byron Bay running a private retreat uh, for two incredible entrepreneurs. And it's a very special day. It's a Remembrance Day here in uh, the Southern Hemisphere for the Anzac troops that went out in 1915 and landed in Gallipoli and gave their lives and fought on behalf of the country and that is from New Zealand and Australia and the other countries that got involved but also it reminds us of those that serve today in the military internationally, those that gave their lives to war and those that are continuing to do so. So I want to say this is a very, very special podcast and I'm making the topic of today's podcast all about giving back. Um, I want to engage you in the conversation of the fact that giving back does not have to be about financial philanthropy, but it's also about giving back time, giving back purpose. And I'm going to talk you through some six wonderful platforms that you can give back and some five top tips on how you can do it without turning your life upside down. So I'm going to head straight into this podcast today. At the end of the podcast, at the outro, I'll be giving you some show notes on that. Of course, it'll be on the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 50. I'll also be reading out some fantastic feedback and testimonials. I'm once again blown away by what you give back to me. Uh, it is you that inspires me to keep going. It is you guys in the crowds, whether I'm presenting at events internationally or I'm coaching one-on-one, I'm constantly inspired and engaged by what you're achieving, humility, vulnerability, and the amazing results that we're getting. So out there listening, thank you very much. You're giving me a whole lot back as well. I hope that I'm topping up your vitality bank. So today, guys, One of the things I think what happens with um, environments right now online and in communities and schools and in the workplace is there's a lot of charities that are asking for your time, for your money, um, and for your sense of purpose. So it's very hard to navigate your way through the ability to be able to give back. But the number one thing I would say to you, this carries through everything, the importance of authenticity and connection going that extra mile. Giving back doesn't have to be about connecting with charities that you don't know or that perhaps are far removed or even a charity or giving back could just be providing more value to your clients. It could be doing something around the home. It could be using products that are not tested on animals. It could be providing your time as a mentor. There are so many, so many ways that we can give back in society. In fact, it is so important that I've added giving back 
to my elements of a winning week. It is the bonus element from the five elements of the winning week. We have health and well-being, admin, productivity, friends, family, me time. And that sixth little module there is giving back. I've created the Vitality Circle of Life for you to show that all days, every days during our lives, we should be looking at these elements to really have a fantastic, fulfilled life and personal and business and true vitality. So giving back is a very important sixth pillar um, of really living a life with purpose. And I want to show you how you can give back without having to have millions of dollars in the bank um, and to navigate your way through small elements that make a really fantastic difference. Sometimes that ripple effect can just be so incredible. The first thing I would say is if you're going to choose a charity or start thinking about how can I contribute, think about first the platforms and the places and the environments that you can already start giving back just in your daily moments. So there's number one, the workplace. Of course, there is home with family and friends. There's your direct community that you're in. There's virtual places that you can be involved in with charities and organizations, organizations including industries that you can do. There's industry fulfillment in places that you can give back as a professional, as an expert in your field, provide guidance and mentoring, and also personally giving back. And as you give back to yourself and create time to nurture for you to actually top up your vitality bank, for you to consider your emotional intelligence, your financial planning, um, you know, figuring out what's purposeful in your life, planning your winning week, and making those moments of giving back also for you, you're never going to be able to really be there in a full capacity for other people. So the platforms of giving back are not just the usual suspects of perhaps donating to a charity or providing money to the Red Cross or anything else, but maybe they're closer to home than you think. And the first place to give back really starts with yourself. Are you being kind to yourself? Are you feeding yourself a nutritious, healthy food that will have your body operating at its optimum? Are you treating yourself to health benefits such as exercise, fitness, and activities that you enjoy that are good for your cardio condition and for your overall health and well-being? Are you giving back with time alone where you can read and regenerate and even just take a moment out to meditate or whatever it is to make sure that you're complete and replete in body, mind, and soul? So first of all, start off personally. Secondly, what can you do at home to give back? For example, I got rid of uh, all my cleaning products, household products, makeup, skincare, and everything that was tested on animals, and I've been using eco-ranges lately. I only use skincare, hair care, and products that are cruelty-free. I'm really, really passionate about that. I get sent a lot of products to test on a very regular basis, and I always send them back with thanks to those companies that unfortunately do still test on animals or maybe connected to that. It's just my personal preference. It's also my way to ensure that I'm giving back. I'm actually making a small impact on a bigger issue. So you can get different cleaning products. Um, you can go and get eco ranges. You could be providing environmental give back by actually making sure you recycle properly at home and you're teaching your kids and your family to do the same. So don't turn a blind eye to those small at home moments where you can be giving back. It also might be that you spend a little bit more time off the computer and more time with your kids. So why not after dinner, turn your iPad off, turn your computer off and spend time engaging with your children before they go to bed. Spend time with your partner, really listen to what's going on. Be next to them, be close to them. Give your time 
as a way to connect as well. So, you know what, whatever you're doing, it can wait till tomorrow. It can be the next thing. I think we're so pulled in different directions with digital access these days. We really need to ask ourselves, is this vital or can it wait? Because more important than anything else is interpersonal relationships, connection, and those things that are not online but really one-to-one. There is something very, very powerful about being able to spend moments with your children, with your family, and with those that you love. Um, the other thing, so we've got recycling, we've got cruelty-free products, we've got spending time with your family. There's already a myriad of ways that you can actually be a good global citizen and give back at home. And extending that is walking outside your front yard and thinking, are there people around me? Do I know my neighbors? Um, you know, can I bake a cake for someone? Is someone ill? Do they need to be dropped at the hospital? Do they need care? Can I pick up the groceries? What can you do for a neighbor or a friend that maybe isn't going to reach out to you, but you can re- reach out to them and say, hey, how can I help? Or here's some fresh groceries here. Let me do your laundry. Uh, whatever else is going to help people in times of need, it could be much closer than you think. And when you have a crisis or a situation, you'll be really surprised about who really around you to help out. And giving back does not necessarily mean financial. It means time and energy and a conscious decision to support those in our local community as well. It could be that you do volunteer work for the return servicemen. You could go down and do childcare volunteering. You could offer to walk the neighbor's dog. Um, you know, start discovering ways that you can give back. Start looking around your community, walking around your neighborhood without being nosy, but also thinking, who might need my help? You know, who might need a leg up or some support or who might need it? I might need to clear their mailbox out because my neighbor's on a holiday and I don't want them to look like they're not at home. What can you do to really support and be a good community person as well? And moving on from that, of course, the third pillar of we can help out is the workplace. Really, really, you are not a pawn in the game of career. You are there to make an impact. No matter what level you are, whether you're a shift worker, you're still part of a team. And if you feel unconnected and a lack of energy and that you're always missing out on things because you're working at night times, what can you do to change that environment and to make it a little bit easier for yourself? Who can you connect with that's also in the same situation? If you've been in a role and someone comes on board that is new, how can you help that person? Giving back also means just doing day-to-day things inside the workplace as a good mentor, as a partner, as a colleague, as a team player. It's really coming with good intention and making sure that you're contributing to that environment rather than just saying, I'll take everything that's given to me. Thank you very much. So giving back in the workplace can mean a myriad of things. And I think, you know, one of the biggest things that we often do when we're getting together in workplace um, moments of giving back is maybe even trying to get some health kick involved as well and get your team to raise funds for charity by getting involved in a fun run. I know I do a lot of work as an ambassador for Run Sunshine Coast and Run Australia and I work with a lot of global corporate clients and we put together really, really tangible, easy, fun plans for all levels of people to get involved and feel like they're actually contributing but not taking away the fact they still need to be able to spend time with their families as well. So make it a family thing. Don't make people stay extra hours at work to do something. Really try and make sure that you're being a good employee-er as well as a good employee and give people the opportunity to really enjoy the process of being part of a charity event and choose charities that really resonate with your teams as well. 
And that's what I want to talk to you about. A few top tips on if you do say, well, Nick, I'm doing a lot of good things at home or I really just want to invest in a charity or I've been given the remit at work to choose a charity that our team can get involved in for a fun run. Here's my top tips on choosing a charity, a person or an event that's going to resonate with you. First of all, find out the facts. You know, who is this person? Who is this charity? What is this event? How much of the money or the time that you're putting in will be used directly for that cause? There is always information that's made transparent on websites or you can ask directly. Find out where your investment of time and energy and finances is really going. The wonderful thing about Run Australia is that 100% of their entry fees go right back to local children charities, which is just fantastic. So um, make sure you do your research. There's so many charities out there in the world. There's so many people with a handout. Do your research. Is that charity person or event really resonating with them? Do you know enough about them before you start signing up? And the third point is figure out beforehand how much time do you actually have or can you provide towards this before you sort of jump in with both feet and get all excited and suddenly tell everyone that you're creating some moment or you're going to volunteer or whatever else. Figure out how much time you genuinely can put into it first so you set clear expectations and you're not starting something that you can't finish, especially if it's involved with visiting, for example, people in the old people's homes. One of my favorite things I believe that is very overlooked is the aged generation. There's a lot of people sitting in in aged care facilities that have no friends or family members visiting them. Um, I call it the forgotten generation to some degree. Uh, They're really left there and and not cared for in the ways that we would hope. And these people were lawyers or they were part of our community. They were doctors. They were the baker. They were the people. They were someone's mum and dad. They need to be given respect and relationships and communication. They've got the most wonderful stories as well. So before you commit to going and maybe providing your time in a volunteer situation where you're actually spending one-on-one time with people, find out how much time do you have and how much time can you commit to that organization or that person or that cause so that you can set clear expectations up front and you can continue and create consistency and really make a difference. And the fourth thing is it's not just about cash. Giving back is about skills, experiences. What can you offer? Can you go and help build houses somewhere? Can you repair after flood or natural disaster? Can you go and bake some food for a a young mother that's on her own that really doesn't know how to balance everything at the moment because she's still trying to hold down a job? What can you do with your time and your skills and your experience to really provide an opportunity to give back? Do not wait till you're a millionaire or anything else. You don't need to have stacks of cash in your pocket to make a difference. You have to have the right intention. You have to have the right purpose, and you can put your skills and yourself to good use. So, so important. So just remember that, guys, you don't have to have lots of cash to be a philanthropist. You can actually provide your time. For example, the International Anti-Poaching Federation is a really fantastic cause. Um, They are out there in the heart of the field in Africa with their Green Army um, trying to prevent the last of the endangered species that are just getting poached and shot and really fast, rapidly declining, Damien Mander and his team, we've been helping them lately with brand strategy and activation. So we've been putting their time in. We have strategy meetings with them. We help them consider PR angles. We talk about social media platforms. So rather than putting more money back into things, we've been providing time where they most needed it with brand strategy and structure, processes and systems. And it's been fantastic. It gives me a great sense of contribution. It's very tangible. Um, And it's a really, really great way to give back. So if you have experience in a certain field or you have 
understanding and, and intelligence and proven skills that you can provide, even if you're a plumber, an electrician, a builder, whatever it is, go and lend a hand somewhere and start asking around. So we've gone through a lot of tips already, guys. I'm going to put all these tips on the show notes, so I don't get too worried about it. And I want to come back to so we've gone choosing a charity personal event that resonates. Figure out beforehand how much time you really have or you can provide so you can sustain that. It's not just about cash, but what skills or experiences can you offer to a cause, a charity, or a mentor program. And start at home. So, so important. Instead of going further afield all the time, don't overlook the fact that right in your community, maybe in your street, there are people that need our help. So it's very, very fulfilling and very pertinent that we actually start by giving charity and time in our own home to our children and our friends and family by being kind, respectful citizens and loved ones, but also we look close to home to give feedback, support, mentoring, and donations where we can in our own community. It's so, so important. And then mentor and monitor. If you are going to mentor someone, follow up, find out how it's going. If you can't follow on from the skills, find someone else that can can help because once you've given someone inspiration and the joy in finding what they're doing as a mentor, you need to follow up and see how they're going. It's nothing more demoralizing than people start off on a journey and the person that started them off is no longer available to them. So remember about mentoring and monitoring that response or providing them a network of other friends, colleagues, experts in the field that can perhaps help them go to the next level as well. Very proud to work for a long time with Lane Beachley Aim for the Stars Foundation. It's a really, really fantastic foundation. It's aimforthestars.com.au and it helps women achieve their dreams. It creates an incredible uh, annual funding resource and they select from thousands and thousands of entries to help recipients, grant recipients follow their passion and their purpose. Um, it is not age specific. It's really about finding their why and supporting these women step up to give them a voice uh, to give them an opportunity to follow their goals, everything from an opera singer to scientists to people that have started nonprofit charities um, and indigenous. It's all there. It really, really does not matter what your project is. It's about giving back. So I'm very, very pleased to be able to do mentoring with a lot of those recipients each year on finding their brand and figuring out who they are as an individual when they're going to present their topics when they're going to represent their purpose and their passion and when they're going to grow their businesses and work with their grants. So there are lots and lots of ways, as I say, you can find um, charities and find industries and find moments where you can give back that really resonate with areas and skills that are really, really pertinent and important for you. If you're a keynote speaker or you're a leader in your field or your community, don't forget you can also provide your time to do motivational chats. You can go into schools. You can provide moments and career day things, anything that's going to help people feel more connected and more inspired and with practical tools to live the best life they love. Uh, and educating your children as well on the importance of giving back. So mentoring and monitoring not only means ensuring you're recycling or using cruelty-free products, but they're educating your children and you're keeping it consistent. It can't just be an announcement, I'm not going to wear fur anymore, and then three weeks later you're going to go out and buy something off Saks Fifth Avenue. The most important thing is that you live with consistency, purpose, and that you monitor that, and you really make those conscious decisions as well. So small little things really can make a massive difference. And on the last tip, I would say make it count. Um, even if it's just baking a cake for someone, spending a moment really sitting down the level of your child and reading them a story, really be in that moment. Forget about where else you have to be. 
really, really commit your time to doing a fantastic job, to being with that person, to being with that cause, um, even if it's just providing a small amount, for example, to Animals Asia or the World Wildlife Fund or RSPCA, and it goes out, be really, really pleased of the fact that you're actually committing to doing that on a monthly basis and really make sure that you're aware of that money going out and give that money good intention as well so that it gets used and follow up and find out where your funds and resources and your time are going. If you're providing your time for a neighbor or a friend, follow up and find out how they're doing. If you're providing finances for a non-profit organization where you're donating regularly to and they've promised you certain things, follow up and find out where it is. Don't just donate and stop thinking about it. Don't just donate your time and stop following up on it. Don't just sign up to be a mentor and then not find out who it is that you're supposed to be mentoring. Really commit to the process because the rewards that you get for giving 100% are absolutely unparalleled. It's a really, really great feeling. It's all about reciprocity, creating that vitality circle of life and ensuring that you're really being a good global citizen right in your own backyard and you can communicate to those around you as well. So you don't have to have grand gestures and lots of cash. You can also give back your time, your energy, kindness, compassion and empathy to those around you and that's one of the things that is a very, very our limited currency at the moment is time. Our time is such a limited currency. So if you've got questions about this or you've got certain charities that you want to um, you know, investigate or you want to find out more or you've been donating, you've got some success stories or you've got some great community stories, well, I would love to hear about them. I'm interviewing some really, really fantastic guests coming up on my podcast, everything from the Mother's Day Classic Run um, that is now, uh, you know, a long running, I think it's been running for 20 years or more in Australia. I might've got that wrong, but it's definitely been running for a long time. Um, we're talking to Damien Mander from the International Anti-Poaching Federation. I'll be bringing Lane Beachley back on the show to talk about her aim for the Stars Foundation and what she's done in terms of turning it around, even getting government grants and creating a change in the lives of women. Uh, we'll be sharing with you top tips as well on how to make sure that the charity that you're donating to is doing all the right things and your money is going where you think it's going. But most importantly, remember that charity and giving back starts at home. And first and foremost, giving back starts with giving back to yourself in order to ensure that you have the right energy, purpose, peace of mind, and health and well-being to be there for everyone else that you want to be. You need to also give back to yourself. And I can't wait to help share this with the show notes with you. I know I, I speak a lot about this on my Vitality Roadmap, and I remind my individual, you know, my elite clients when we're talking about going to that next level and really bringing together personal and business vitality on that circle, we always discuss the giving back moment. And that's not just giving back to give out. It's giving back to receive as well. So be a good receiver and be grateful and remember that I'm very, very grateful to have you on this show even, to have you listening, and that we are all capable of creating change. We're all capable of having a ripple effect. Um, every time you introduce yourself to someone, every time you say hello to someone, every time you engage someone at work or you're doing a project with someone, you're creating an interaction, which is an opportunity to give back. It's an opportunity to show positivity, to show empathy, compassion. It's an opportunity to be a part of something bigger. So remember, every moment you're around, you have an opportunity to give back, to create change, and to be a real positive impact on the world. And often when we're feeling really kind of shitty about ourselves, um, giving back can be a great way to reboost our self-confidence and to take the onus off the things that are bothering us in our lives and always remember there are other people that really need our help and that are often so much worse off than our very selves. So 
I hope I've inspired you today with some platforms and places on where you can give back, some top tips on how to discern what you're going to give back to and how much time to provide. I'll be letting you know a little bit about the charities and the nonprofit organizations that I'm involved in. And just remember, guys, you have to believe to achieve. So believe and resonate in what you're doing and take your time to make decisions. Enjoy the journey along the way and health and happiness is number one. So thank you so much for listening. I'll be signing off with some really cool testimonials before the end of this podcast. Um, and I just have the best guests in 2015. I'm so, so excited. And um, lots of wonderful things. Don't forget, I have some incredible retreats coming up. The Vitality Roadmap is going to be online soon. It's an international program. It's been many, many years in the making. It is very exciting. I have a limited edition one-hour coaching call directly with me. Um, it's really by demand. I've had so many requests for it, and I've started it in April, and it has just been going fantastic. We've had so many wins. I've decided to keep it running. You can go onto the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash one-hour coaching call. Um, and I'll make sure that the links are also in the show notes of vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 50. So I will catch up with you guys in the outro for this. I've inspired you on how you can give back at home, in the workplace, in the community, in your industry, virtually, and very much so to yourself. Thanks for tuning in to my episode 50 on Giving Back Team. Um, I really just want to make sure that you know that even the small things count. You don't have to keep throwing money out to charities you don't know anything about. Just do your research and charity really starts at home. So nurture yourself, you know, really take note of what you're doing, have conscious living choices. And there are so many things that you can do that really kickstart giving back as one of the key pillars of living vitality in life. So I hope you enjoyed episode 50 today. All the links and things that I mentioned will be on the show notes, the Lane Beach Aim for the Stars Foundation, the International Anti-Poaching Foundation with Damien Manda. Of course, links to RSPCA and places that you can help contribute to reducing animal cruelty and maybe rescue a pet and save its life and give it a new home as well. So there are lots and lots of ways that we can each get involved and each make an impact and the ripple effect is really, really, really powerful. I will be having an extended time for the one-hour coaching call and this is especially set up for my international clients. I know a lot of you can't come to the workshops or retreats, so this is a great way to get your actions off paper and really live the life that you want. It's a very, very powerful 60 minutes. We achieve a lot in that time. There's some prep beforehand and a follow-up afterwards. So if you want to hop on and take advantage of that limited offer with me, you can hop on to the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash one-hour coaching call. Until next time, guys, I'm going to be bringing you a special guest for episode 51, uh, continuing our role to inspire and engage you in living your best life and health and well-being, admin, productivity, career, and also making sure that you make time for friends and family. So stay healthy and happy. Um, have a fantastic week. I hope you've planned your five elements and you're ready to create the week that you want. Till next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.